Hello, 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 everyone. How are you? Hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful day and may peace be upon you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching my show. Yes, I can with me, your host, Dr. Isdiha Jamil. And today I have the beautiful, the inspirational, the person that, oh my God, just like triumphs through challenges and tribulation, Lana Ivanov, who is outstanding. Hello. Thank you for having me here. I'm so excited. It's my pleasure. And Lana is an um, aesthetic business owner and consultant. And she is also the number one international best-selling author of the book, Corporate Dropouts. And Lana has been in business for over 20 years, if not mistaken. Right, Lana? You built yes. your spa, a very luxurious spa in the East Coast um, from the ground up building that way um so lana darling come and say hello to everybody hello everybody and i'm so excited to be here and share uh incredible news and knowledge and all the exciting stuff absolutely and so lana today we're going to be talking yeah she and i we're going to be talking about how estheticians um can build a luxurious spa from the ground up because this is exactly what lana did um, she just doesn't have a spa, but she has a luxurious spa that takes care of high-profile clients. Um, so, Lana, before we kind of dive into that, um, share a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, um, I came, I immigrated to United States when I was just 18 years old. Um, now it's been for, what, almost 25 years and every <laughs> single day I enjoy and grateful that I'm in this beautiful country with tons of opportunities. Um, so, and I just take, I'm open-minded and I'm taking chances, uh, for new opportunities and, uh, and helping people as well. Absolutely. So, That's beautiful. Yeah. Lana, I was just wondering. What made you in jump into this business? Has the beauty business something that has always intrigued you? Were you always interested in making people feel beautiful? Or were you always interested in skincare? What made you kind of navigate to this uh, business? Because I know you're a nurse. Um, you're not a nurse. That's something that you um, still do, still do yes. part of your work. But what made you kind of jump into this business? Uh, beauty business well that's very interesting story actually <laughs> go ahead <laughs> um aesthetics how i become an esthetician this is actually my third career mm -hmm. um and it's final my husband is like are you done or are you gonna go back to school for something else and i'm yes. like no i'm done this is my passion that's what i love and that's what i do because um, when I came, well, I always loved aesthetics and beauty. I always mm -hmm. take care of my skin. Um, I love the skincare. But 20 years ago, I mm. never really even think about it. Aesthetics was not popular uh, at all. Mm -hmm. uh, people have ideas that if you're going to go get a facial, it's only for rich people once a year go get relaxational like you know facial and stuff that that's all yes. it was like a treat uh, right for your birthday people go once a yeah, year for a treat like that mm -hmm. they didn't think as a it's a skin skin health something that needs to be taken care of regularly mm -hmm. um so after i went to college 
and uh, two courses learn how to speak English first. Yeah. Uh, then it was opportunity. All right. So what are you going to do next? You need mm-hmm. to get your career. Um, mm-hmm. And we usually thinking something like, all right, I need to become, you know, a nurse, a lawyer, uh, a mm. doctor, something like, you know, those kind of big careers. And so I, that's what I thought. And I, when I was working in a factory uh, and every Friday I would go pick up my paycheck, I was always so jealous of the office ladies mm. and uh, I'm like, oh my God, they look so beautiful. They have nice clean clothes. They have a coffee on the table. They work on the computer and I'm working in a very heavily, like a dirty settings and only mm. getting $7 an hour. So my dream was go to college and get a business degree so I can work in a corporate world. That's mm-hmm. what I thought first. Yeah. So a few years later, here I am. I got my business degree and I got hired in the business world. <laughs> <laughs> um, first couple of years, I did like it and because it's something new. I'm learning. I'm wearing a nice suit. But it started kind of like catching up to me and Mm. it's not as exciting as I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I didn't know what else I want to do. I'm like, so, well, what else can I do? I already went to school. I already got the degree, but uh, another year went by and I'm just start, you know, become more miserable in that negativity Mm -hmm. and, um, nobody's happy everybody's on antidepressants so I was like I need to do something else with my life mm-hmm. that's when I decided to become a nurse because mm. nursing I really love working with people hands-on right um, and that's what come came to my mind that I will be working actually with people versus just sitting in a cubicle and spending the whole day on a computer doing who knows what like you know Uh, so that's what I did I went back to school Mm -hmm. two more years have a baby in the middle of this process it was very very hard Uh, yes studying till and you know you a doctor you know how it is like three o'clock in the morning and trying to go by so I graduated with the highest GPA in my class I was so excited here I am got hired at the biggest hospital in Springfield and I loved it. I love being a nurse. Uh, I was there for five years and uh, the, I started working for private office and the private office started expanding and opening more, um, more offices, more, more kind of like different fields start doing injectables like Botox and fillers oh, and wow. start doing a little bit of this. And when I got exposed to this, I was like, Hmm, Oh my God, what, like, that's like my thing, you know, I love it always, but I never see me actually doing this. I was just, you know, I was going getting facials, but I never really imagined me doing it. Right. So here is the crazy story. Um, one night, Friday night, um, I go to my lady. She was a Russian lady older and she would, she was doing facials. So once a month and uh, um, I would get my facials. So Mm -hmm. that's like a regular Friday night. 
I am in her bed and I'm getting facial done and she's complaining to me that she's getting older and her hands hurt and she's mm. trying to find somebody who she's going to sell the her little spa and on and on and on and I was just like I was just so tired listening to her and I'm like maybe I should just buy it from you I just I just said it like literally just throw it in there right um, and then she started she's like oh my god Lana you know what I can see you doing this you will be so perfect doing this and I was like no 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 I already have two colleges I'm working I develop allergy to go back to school now, you know? I can't even think about it changing again and start again. But she keeps talking to me and start giving me all these opportunities, how I'm gonna work with skin and do this and and make people beautiful and take care of my own skin. Um, Mm. That idea start popping up in my head, you know? Yes, she planted a seed, didn't she? She planted a seed in you. You had that feeling, but she also kind of- Oh my God, I left home that night and I couldn't fall asleep. I was just sitting and thinking and I'm like, oh my God, maybe, just maybe, that would be amazing opportunity. You know, I got so much excitement and like butterflies in my stomach. Uh, I didn't know nothing about this industry. I just knew I loved it. That's yeah. all I knew. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday morning, I woke up. I make like a huge hole in my husband's brain. I want to become an esthetician. And he was <laughs> like, you want to become who? <laughs> Are you uh, crazy? Like you're already working and stuff. What, what do you mean? And I'm like, yeah, that's, I think that's what I want to do. Um, so we talk about on Saturday and I force him to go and let's go and check, talk to this lady, like, let's go check. So on Sunday, we went and we checked and we talked more and more. And guess what? Mm-hmm. On Monday, we met at the city hall and we bought the business in oh four days. <laughs> that if, is I crazy. Would, if I would think about it one more day, I would start thinking about possibilities and negativities and how much it costs and like what ifs and that would kill my idea but in that Mm -hmm. excitement moment I just jump into that and I was like what's the worst case scenario can happen if I don't like it or something doesn't work I can always go back to the hospital and continue to work so but I want to take that chance so and I really trust it and just something tells me this is something mine like really mine so I but I have to go back to work and give him two weeks notice that I am leaving so I went back to work and I'm telling my manager that I'm giving you two weeks two weeks notice I'm leaving and she's like what do you mean where are you going and I said I just opened my own business and she's like since when I'm like since this morning "Uh, are you crazy I'm like Probably, but I'm going to trust it. And, uh, you know, and uh, with the business lady that sold me the business, she mm-hmm. we agreed that she will stay with me until I have to go back to school and get my license because I don't even have a license. So right, she right. was with me for uh, six months until I got everything together. And then when I was fully ready to take it over, she left me and I, that's how I start my 
spa business. <laughs> oh my God, what, what a thing. And then one thing that hooked me in was that you said, you know what? I just took a chance. This I just opportunity, took a chance. You, took, you just took a chance. Something was already bubbling up. And for whatever reason, that, that lady just blurted things out to you, right? Like everything yeah. that, you know, her hands were hurting this. Yeah. She wants to retire and everything. And then you had that, that feeling coming up. And then, um, you know, like you said, you had butterflies that night. And more often than not, you know, that is kind of indication or something that is, is, this could be it. This could be the right thing. You're getting excited about it. It's kind of like when you fall in love or when you love someone, right? You have that feeling, yes. That, yes. That, that excitement. You, you said, I just going to take that- a chance. I felt that passion because mm-hmm. other jobs, I was thinking more practically. That's the good job. That's going to pay well. Yeah. The I'm insurance and everything. And mm-hmm. my retirement. And that's what the good thing to do. You know, people mm-hmm. think practically. But when people get inspired, actually, mm-hmm. with the passion, mm-hmm. you don't think about these things. It, can, it comes with it. If You know, but it, it is a lot of work. But however, Mm -hmm. that's the passion that was born like a beautiful flower. And I, if I would think more about it, that's when people start overthinking too much. Um, Yes. um, And, you know, you can kill your idea yourself in a moment of fear. Of course, there is Mm going to be some, you know, struggles and problems and financial investments. But however, if that's what you really do, if you Mm -hmm. really love this, you will make it work, you know, so. Yes, absolutely. And that's the thing, isn't it? People sometimes overthink it too much that it stops them from doing something else. And we're not saying don't do your due diligence. You of still course. have to do your due diligence and numbers. Um, but something that is something way beyond logic, that, yes. that feeling. I think like all the great people, all the leaders, they have that. If they were just to act just on paper, uh, for example, they want to go to the moon. One of the president wants to go to the moon. If he just acts on paper, oh, we haven't done this. It's not possible. It's not possible. Nobody would have gone to the moon. But he's like, yeah. he could see the bigger picture, just like you. You don't know what it was, but you had that feeling. And I want to tie that in to kind of like, you now have the opportunity to help other assistants because you built it you took over from the lady but you take it to the next level because you created a luxurious pampering experience for women so tell us like the um the listeners that are listening what made you shift it was it already a luxurious kind of setting and then you know you you step it or you grew that's how that's your brand that's your vision that you grow into so um what happened is I work, well, I went through a really long road to get there. It's mm-hmm. not happening overnight, especially with service, like with jobs like esthetician, nail technician, uh, mm-hmm. hairdresser. That's the business depend on client base. And um, right. in the beginning, a lot of estheticians think I'm going to go to school and get my license. And here I am. I'm going to start working which mm-hmm. that's what I taught myself too. I remember yeah. those days. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what you needed that day, right? That's what yes. you needed during that time to get started and build your yes. fundamentals. Anybody can start it. Anybody mm-hmm. can start it. But the problem is 
not many people can actually succeed and grow the business to the next level because mm -hmm. that's when it comes creativity, a discipline, uh, consistency, and besides mm -hmm. having a license for an esthetician, I have mm -hmm. to wear many hats and I have mm -hmm. to become a business uh, woman. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, there is 50% of spas closed within two years because mm. estheticians don't take that responsibility how to run the business and it's mm -hmm. difficult to start you know like how to build yes. so <clears throat> when I start my business and I bought that uh, small spa from this woman um, I start see the reality of it mm -hmm. because I didn't have any clients I only have some of my friends and family and they would come and just mostly would take more advantage of me like oh practice <laughs> on me and you know so <laughs> that's just usually how it is yes so oh months go by uh some months would be okay couple months I even uh I didn't have any money and I didn't have much clients mm -hmm. so um I was so shy and kind of embarrassed to ask my husband to help me now with the business Mm -hmm. So I actually went to pawn shop to, to sell my jewelry, to pay rent. Mm -hmm. That's how it was in the beginning. It was right. very hard. Plus, mm -hmm. right after school, I only knew how to provide basic facials. Uh, I started learning ingredients based on the products, how to provide like some of the chemical peels, but it's just the beginning. Some are mostly basics. Mm -hmm. And I start realizing to provide more like luxury services or advanced services, mm -hmm. I have to invest in me because mm -hmm. otherwise um, I don't know how to do like uh, amazing facials. Uh, I only knew how to provide basic facials. So within, a, and I didn't know things like, it's such an important part where your spa located. Location, it's the mm. key. Uh, how to build a client's relationship, it's the key. Uh, make sure you sell your products. I was feeling sort of guilty and shy. I was like, I'm not a salesperson. Uh, if I'm going to start be pushy, what if they don't like me? Uh, right. What if they never come back? So, um, and within a year, I was so bit up that I decided to close my business and um mm. and and thinking go back to the hospital right that is interesting so, so you actually had a moment where like because the thing with spa Lana you have to pay rent right you you yes. have you have like a, a brick and mortar kind of obligation if uh, a lot of times if you're virtual if you're online you don't have that cost but with you brick and mortar no matter what happens, no matter how many people come through the door, you have to pay the, the rent, you have to pay the, the insurance, the electricity, yes. like all that, yes. no matter what is no matter going what. to happen. So you kind of had all those up and downs, um, you know, you didn't have many people, um, the products, you were shy about it. So did you actually close that little business after a year or you kind of like resuscitated it back? I did close it and mm -hmm. uh, I did close it because I was thinking, well, I tried, it's really hard, mm -hmm. but before I'm going to spend more money because I invested so much money into already to this, but it's not really working. And in mm -hmm. my head, I was like, 
I already spent so much money and uh, I don't want to go back and do more. Might as well go back to the hospital and just put this behind me. Yeah. So that was my thinking. So mm-hmm. I closed the door and I was home for almost two months okay. and just doing some research. I start applying back to the hospitals mm-hmm. and my husband started talking to me and he's like, honey, you already put so much time and energy. And I see that you like, you love this. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, just maybe how, you know, how other people do, maybe research a little bit, maybe different location, like something, let's, let's, you know, something different. Yes. And my mom was same thing. She was like, uh, all right, well, that's the try. That's what the first bomb, but you know, we don't give up. Like we not the family that's going to give up. So (laughs) I, I really love doing this, but it's, I didn't realize how hard it would be actually run the business mm-hmm. and but after a couple months I put myself together and mm-hmm. I decided to reopen it I did so many research and I found a nice cute location in mm-hmm. um, town next to us like okay. where mostly high-end clients live and they do love those kind of services mm-hmm. and I opened a location there and I started again Mm-hmm. So that year was already much, much better. Oh, uh, and I learned from my previous mistakes or something that didn't work. And I mm-hmm. took that and I start switching it around and I, um, I start moving forward. I literally dip, dip into what needs to be done. And uh, it start, you know, building up already much, much better. Um, well, that's interesting. Day, I wanted to quickly check in with you what you experienced in the first year of business. Uh, would you say that is something that is common that is happening with other associations that they're kind of like struggling and living by? Oh my God, first, like, where am I going to get the money from? Is that kind of yes. like that's that why, common experience? That's why now for the past couple of years, mm-hmm. I start, well, when I developed my skincare line in 2018, mm-hmm. we start promoting our skincare line to spas, dermatologists, plastic surgeons. Right. And when I would get to the office and start training estheticians uh, how to provide uh, high-end, like really advanced facials, mm-hmm. they start asking me questions like more about the business. How did you, you know, start it? How did you uh, build the clients? Um, more, what, what systems do you run? What, what do you do in the situations when you have a complicated client? Like, and questions start popping up. So after a while, I was like sitting and thinking, I'm like, you know what? Um, that is a really need for estheticians to grow because Yes. I've done it. I've been there. I, yes. I experienced every little bit of it myself. And mm-hmm. now I have a award-winning spa business, the best mm-hmm. in town. Mm-hmm. And I would love to train estheticians so they uh, make less mistakes than I did. And uh, they get to the you know success part faster um, mm-hmm. with help because I wish so much that I have a person beside me like myself like a like a business coach like someone to actually guide me who knew already what what, what's going on 
And, but I was asking my friends and family questions like, what do you think? How do I do? Do you like it? What do you think uh, of my business? Mm -hmm. And they would be like, yes, Lana, you're doing great. Just keep going. But then I realized I'm asking questions to the wrong people. They have no idea, nothing about the spa business, how to Mm -hmm. run it, what to do. Mm -hmm. And, but it it, it comes with the experience. Mm -hmm. So, and like now I think before there is no, I didn't even know there's coaching exists or business mm-hmm. consulting exists uh, mm-hmm. years ago. Now it's much more efficient and available. And I wish more people would actually take that chance and, you know, ask and for help. Yeah. Yes. But a lot of people have that ego, like, oh, I don't need help. I know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, so, or they don't realize that they actually do need coaching and people that take my advice and hire me as a coach, they get to the success part much, much faster. Like, you know, within three to six months, they already have, they already see it financially mm-hmm. and uh, physically and emotionally what, you know, their, their business get rejuvenation, uh, and they become more happy without just working every day for that dollar to pay rent. And there is a lot of mindset behind the successful mm-hmm. business. And of course, as people, we have to self-develop ourselves to become that person and take the leap of faith that something's better out there waiting for them. So absolutely, that taking chances, taking chances. And, you know, like there's so many things that you love, for example, the sales part, right? Selling your own product before you're like, you know what? I don't want to be too pushy. I don't want to be this. That is kind of like a mindset or blueprint yes. kind of thing that um, that you have. And you, you're kind of probably in the mindset or many of the listeners are like, you know, what? if they like it, they just got to buy it. Yes. But, you know, sometimes people just need like some nurturing. Hey, you know. Um, education place of service yes yeah people have that uh imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. so and many institutions uh they have uh skincare or some of them they don't even have a skincare for people to buy to go home with uh for the home regimen so right uh, so like you go to the spa and then you take care of um give them the best experience and then when they go home you give them like a little sample or take in a couple of items so that they can have some yes, maintenance yes mm-hmm. if it's a new client and they would like to try we send them home with the uh, uh, trial sizes but mostly yes. now uh, my clients go home and they know what to do so they ask me Lana what should I do what should I wash my face with what should I mm-hmm. what's the serum I have uh, breakouts I have oily skin I have super dry skin I have wrinkles whatever case could be this is my main responsibility to educate my client Mm-hmm. and make sure she does a proper home care because if she doesn't have that then she's not going to have results and when she comes back next time to see me it will be my fault that she doesn't get results so that's right. what i teach the institutions put away all these insecurities and imposter mm-hmm. syndrome and feeling guilty and feeling bad that you have to sell them stuff i don't like to use word selling I'm not selling. I'm educating my clients and I'm providing them with the home care that I know exactly what ingredients they use, Mm. uh, what results they're going to get. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, my clients are super happy and they come back to me and be like, Lana, thank you so much. I, I love my skin. I already have results. But if you as a esthetician, you don't educate them and you don't provide this, uh, clients will go somewhere else. They will still go to CVS, Sephora, Alta, uh, whatever case be, but people still use products. And if they don't use quality products because they just don't know proper skincare, uh, mm -hmm. and we as a woman, we do like shiny bottles and everything says on them and we start experimenting, <laughs> you know, and sometimes when people use wrong products, it's actually hurting their skin, become mm -hmm. more sensitive, become clogging pores and, or simply don't see results. So yeah, so that is key, isn't it? Like kind of like you take them on experience, your clients, that's how you build your business. Number one, you mentioned, you know, it was has to have the location that is really yes. important. The niche, what service you're providing, whether it's like basic facial or the high-end facial. I want to quickly ask you, Lana, before we wrap up, what was the turning point in you developing? So Lana has her own skincare line called Vonavi. Um, so yes. what was the turning point that you like, you know what, I'm going to create your, uh, my own skincare because that's a whole new level because that's chemistry. you got to know yes. what ingredient works together. you got to know a good lab that's going to yes. be able to produce it to a certain standard. So what yes. was the turning point? You kind of like, you know, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to use La Mer or La Pierre or whatever it is, but I'm actually going to develop my own. And yes. was, was it like a step up or was it came from your own need? Uh, a little bit together because mm -hmm. after uh, 10 years, I ended up working with uh, 13 skincare lines, professional <laughs> skincare lines. Like, and that's a lot. I, am, I do a lot of education and uh, research on ingredients, the potency, mm -hmm. how it works, what does it do to the skin? Mm -hmm. So, and in 2018, I met amazing people and have an opportunity to actually create my own. So, mm -hmm. and I started working with the chemist uh, yes. to developing a purity, the standard, like you said, uh, specific technology, how it's actually saving the pure ingredients that it's mm -hmm. activating and penetrating into the cells. Mm -hmm. And with that, um, my, I know exactly what my client use and I have a hundred percent certainty that they will see incredible results. Mm -hmm. And with my skincare line, I develop my own facial protocols where mm -hmm. I use uh, specific products when I work in the back room for the facials. And when I do those facials, it's different. That's, they don't teach you that in school. They don't teach you that in advanced right. classes somewhere. This is my own protocols. This is my own facials. Uh, mm. They work uh, incredible. I've been doing this for many years. Mm -hmm. uh, I have proof on my clients. And now I would like to share this amazing treatments and protocols and products with other estheticians mm -hmm. so they can advance their career. They can expand their business and be financially successfully free as well while enjoying do what they love to do. That's so exciting, Lana. It's the growth that I see when you first started and then, and then have the, the guts and the courage. You know what? This is scary. I've done it before. It, is, it, it was work. very scary. And then coming back again, you know, thank God for your husband for that, his wisdom, right? You know what? You've 
you're so passionate about it. I've never seen you so happy and so into yes. this. Just try something different. And yeah. that is the key because if you do the same thing over and over again, you can get similar results. And discipline, consistency and discipline and be open-minded and be coachable, teachable and, mm-hmm. you know, develop yourself. Uh, and when you open for this, it comes, it, it comes just, you know, so it works. Absolutely. And then now you take it to the next level, like you said, because you have this other spa this other estheticians uh, in your town in the town around you or wherever they are that's coming to like lana how do i do this they may be good at what you know the skincare type but like you said you have to be a business owner you have to think about sales you have to think about marketing what if you can't work for that day for whatever reason like do you have to close shop or do you have to you know who's in your there's a lot of detail comes in this and uh because i've done it multiple times i have an amazing team Mm -hmm. uh six uh people in there we have a doctor and stuff we have nurses estheticians nail technicians a body contouring specialists and um I've done it. So now I love to teach other estheticians and some mm-hmm. business owners, not just solo estheticians. We, uh, we coach medical spas, dermatologists, uh, mm-hmm. beauty spas, how to take it to the next level and, and get that success much faster. Because if people, if you can, you can get the feeling of burnout really quick because mm-hmm. to be successful in an spa it comes with a lot of inventory expenses, bills, mm-hmm. and insurances, and um, of course it's drown you, um, and that can uh, affect your passion in, in that. But to stay inspired and motivated, there is the keys to those things that it actually works and that I teach my beautiful ladies to do that that is beautiful and as a result you've got clients coming to you over and over again I think when we met before you mentioned that you do you don't take in walk-in clients now Um, no because my procedure takes from an hour to 90 minutes and Mm. uh I'm booking now uh what is it now end of the July and August so I'm booking personally six seven months in advance Mm -hmm. when my clients leave they have appointments pre-booked a year in advance like either it's monthly or six weeks or two eight weeks they everybody have their own uh schedule so and um before when I had clients only come in once a week, maybe two clients, and I would open my book and I don't have anybody. <laughs> it's empty. Oh my God, what did I do? So sometimes I remind myself, Lana, see where you were. And now you have clients booked. I, I take from like uh, 10 to 15 clients every single day. I work mm-hmm. many hours and I love what I do. Um, but uh I have to, again, train myself to separate it, have boundaries from my business and and mom. I have three kids and my husband and make sure I am home on certain times. So some boundaries and, you know, um, regulate my life comes with it as well. Some challenges and some sacrifices, of course. But when you're passionate, you are inspired. When you Mm -hmm. inspire, you are motivated and keep up this momentum um, because that's that works and that's a beautiful thing to be inspired 
Absolutely. And I think that you've created a beautiful pathway for the other women, the other estheticians, even if you're not a esthetician, but you're an, a business owner to kind of like grow and take it to the next um, level, step yes. by step, even when you fall, even when it's hard, there's always an opportunity to come back and do things differently, to take a chance, to take a leap of faith. So Lana, let's wrap up with this one final question. What is one fun thing that you love to do that nobody knows about? I love, uh, I love my cats. I have, uh, <laughs> I've seen those little, they're so yes, I know. Oh God, it's a little yes, different but... from uh, everything. And uh, I'm such a cat lady. I even have my beautiful uh, tattoos oh. with a cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah, I call them my little antidepressants, and it's something for my mind and my spirit. When I spend some time with them, I, I, uh, it's just, it's just joy and love, and you know, I love kitties, and that's what I, I do. And my that's beautiful. Um, my grandma, Mamin, um, she, she loves to think. She loves cats. She will always have cats and she loves fish. So she would always have an aquarium where all the little fishes would fly. She loves <laughs> beautiful, colorful fishes that she loves to look at them. She loves the cat. She says that it brings her joy. It's kind of like yeah. her, but like exactly like you, like for her heart, right? It brings yeah. her the joy. Seeing the cat doing something silly or seeing the fish like swimming. Yeah. So I totally exactly. get that. It's kind of the joy. So Lana, thank you so much for joining me today. What oh, an absolute pleasure to have a conversation with you. Uh, to share about your journey in coming over here, what you've built, what you've taken, um, the turn, because you didn't start here, ta-da, here I am, right? You're like, the next one and the next one. It's kind yes. of like a lily pad. Um, and jumping learn from, from this. Sometimes people like, what's the mistakes you made? Or um, before I was thinking it's a mistakes, but now I'm looking back, it wasn't mistakes. It was just the steps to my success. We learn from it and we make it even better. So absolutely. Thank you so much, Lana. And thank you everyone for joining our conversation today. Until the next episode, this is your host, Dr. Isteha Jamil. Tell yourself, yes, I can. And so it is done. Um, Lana, say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody. And for those of you who would love to share your voices on prestigious platforms, whether becoming a best-selling author, Forbes, TED, TV, magazines, check out isdihajamil.com. Take care and may peace be upon you.